This is New Bedford's News Talk Station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSL. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Friday morning and uh, room for you at 508-996-0500. You can also use app chat or open line on the WBSM app to send over your text thoughts or your voicemail thoughts. Uh, we did get an app chat message from Carol Ann in a sonnet. Uh, she said, always fun to have a chuckle over a person's person's addiction, SMH, which is shake my head. Um, I did watch, you know, against my better judgment, I did go and watch the video uh, that, that John called in and talked about of Hunter Biden on the balcony. And, yeah, when you look at the five seconds of video that they put out there you and you already have in your head what you think about Hunter Biden, you can manipulate that situation to look like it fits what you already think. But uh, go to Snopes.com and look it up there and you can see the actual full length video that was posted of the Biden family on the balcony on the 4th of July. And when you go to the 1737 mark, you can see what's actually going on in that video, which is, you know, Hunter Biden fixes his hair. He walks over. He, you know, scratches his nose. And then he walks away from the family on the balcony. So what you're telling me is that you want me to believe that right there on the balcony in front of television cameras that are going out to the entire world and all of his family members that Hunter Biden chose to take a bump of cocaine right there and then walk off the balcony. Not walk off the balcony and do it. He did it on the balcony and then and then walked away. Or what's more likely the scenario here is that's not what happened and the video has been manipulated to make it look like that and you're just going to believe it because you saw it on some right-wing site that said this is what's going on. You're like, yep, looks like that to me. That's called confirmation bias. That's what that's called. When you already think something and then you look at something, not objectively, but you look at it in a way where you think that it's already the case. So, and don't call in with the whole, well, you know, you're expecting a cocaine addict to make sense with what they do. No, you don't have any proof. You don't see anything in the video. The guy scratched his nose, which, by the way, he's had a drug problem in the past. People who have had a drug problem, I know he did crack cocaine. I don't know how much of it he was snorting and, you know, what the levels of intake were. But people who have had an addiction to cocaine will be scratching their nose for the rest of their lives because they've destroyed the inside of their nose. They've destroyed their nasal cavities from it. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? Good. How are you? You got some really bad people that call you. Well, I don't. I don't want to just get into insulting callers. I know, but I, I. I just can't get over it. I mean, I just can't get over it. How anybody would, you know, <laughs> you know. I watched the video, and I'm going like, I agree with exactly what you said. You know, you know, sit there right in front of his family, and what is it? I mean, I would never want these people to be on my jury if I was convicted of anything. I mean, if I was charged with anything, I would not want them even close to the courthouse. The thought process that some people have, I go, 
it, it is unreal. Well, I think part of it is it's there can people are conditioned by the way that they see things presented to them to assume and believe that people are presenting it to them in an accurate way. So when they see something like this come up, they think they, you know, and I don't even know that they have this rational thought, but it's kind of, you know, happening in the background of, well, obviously this outlet that is putting this out must have researched this and must have looked into it more and must have realized that there's more going on here. So like they, they have this idea that they wouldn't be presented this uh, in a way that would be falsely represented but it appears that it's been falsely represented. And you can, whenever I bring up Snopes and I say, well, Snopes debunked that, people are always like, well, Snopes is very partisan. Okay, but watch the video for yourself. The video in an unedited form is right there for you to see, and you can make up your own mind. Jim, it just, it just amazes me. I mean, on some people's uh, how, how, you know, they, if you don't like somebody or you don't like their politics, or I mean, look all the things that Donald Trump has done, and and, and, you, and I listen to the callers, that and most of the ones are the same ones, and they'll say, well, there's no proof of this, so they'll come up with every unrational reason why he hasn't done whatever. But something like this happens because you hate Hunter Biden and the, and, and the Bidens or their whole administration. So you're, you're pointing the fingers and saying, no. Look at this guy. This, uh, can't you see that he? Look what he did. He touched his nose. He must be the one that uh, unreal, unreal. Right. Like if, I said, if, if Hunter I Biden, would not be charged, I wouldn't want to be charged with anything. If Hunter Biden sneezes, there's people who will say, "Well, he's sneezing because he just did cocaine that was provided to him by China because they're trying to control Joe Biden." You know, right. like I it's. Mean, what's What's wrong with being you know like fair with everything? I mean. You know, if, if you don't like it, I, I can't stand Donald Trump, right, in the whole conservative movement, most of it, or most of it, right? But I wouldn't blame or be, you know, just, I, I wouldn't take sides with Democrat or Republican if it was, you know, if it was wrong and it was proof it was wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, substantially proof, you know, not just my opinion, you know? But I don't get why people are not like that, you know. I, I don't understand why, you know, would if you're a Republican or a Democrat. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And if it's right, it's right. And and I knew when, when you know, when Donald Trump introduced it, and this isn't, you know, I'm not lobbing bombs at Donald Trump here, but I knew when the terms were introduced of fake news and alternative facts, I knew that we were in trouble. Because That's where it all started. That's that, where it all started. That allows right, you, I mean, and it was happening before, but it, it brought it way more to the mainstream to be able to say, right, I, I don't right. want to accept that, so I choose not to, and I have that right. You're, you're absolutely right. That's exactly when it started. When, when he got on the scene and he started, uh, all his followers saying, you know, they're, they're against me, it's all fake, don't believe anything they say, uh, the, the, the snowball got bigger and bigger. And it just, it, it turned into what we do, have today. Do, do you remember the second day, the first full day of the Trump presidency when uh, Sean Spicer came out and like immediately started refuting the crowd size for the inauguration? Right. Like they said it was I, the biggest inauguration right. ever, the most attended ever, huge success. And like, we all saw it. We watched it live on TV. It was not the biggest ever. There was not right. a huge crowd there. And then they came out the next day and and literally lied about it, and that just right. you know set the tone for everything. I, I do remember that very very, very well. I was uh, it just it just it baffles me. It, it really does. It really does. I, I you know because I'm not a Trump person, 
you know, when all these things has happened to him over the years, you know, women, uh, Russia, et cetera, et cetera, right? It always was, where's the proof? Where's the proof? You know, I would hear from the, from, uh, you know, different callers, where's the proof? Oh, it's just allegations. There's no proof, you know. Like the simplest little thing that happens in the White House, it must be Hunter Biden. He's the one. Look at him. He cuts his nose. Right. Say, are you that stupid? It's not that people are stupid. It's that people just want its confirmation bias. They want to have proof that proves what they already believe. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. I guess. It, but, you know, you can't fix stupid. So, well, I won't use that word, but you can't fix that type of stuff. Matter, matter what. You say they're gonna believe what they want to believe, and yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Just, I just hope I don't get charged with anything with them, those knuckleheads on my. Uh, I, I try to theory. avoid looking at it in terms of intelligence, and I look at more in terms of because it's not that people are dumb; it's that they're looking at things emotionally as opposed to logically and rationally. Right. And That's I think all. A lot of them don't want to be wrong. You know, I think that if you believe something, you don't want to be wrong. It's very hard for people to admit they're wrong these days. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, I. I and, you know, and I'm, I shouldn't say stupid because there are some callers that are very, very intelligent and well-informed, you know. Um, but I guess if you just want to go down that rabbit hole, you're just going to do it no matter what. But I, just, I guess that's why there's people in jail today because of what people already what they already believe, you know, no matter what. That's, no? why they, that's why they ask you questions when they're selecting a jury about what you think about situations because they want to make sure you don't have preconceived notions going in. Right. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for the call. Okay, Tim. You have a good day. And uh, let's take another call here. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Oh, that last caller there was right up your alley, wasn't he, Mr. Weisberg? All the callers are right up my alley. Anybody he's that calls Trump in is up my alley. Hater. He's a Trump hater, and he said he was, and he's just like you. Okay. Well, so what? Yeah. I'm still waiting for you to tell me good things about Biden and now his nasty son. His nasty son. You don't like it that anybody's saying things about poor Hunter. Really? I, I, I didn't you know, say that you, I don't you, like it. I just said that the video doesn't prove anything. You refuse to see the condition that we are in right now. And it's because of those commies that are in the White House. Yeah, I called you a commie once. You know that you know that Donald Trump Jr. is probably the biggest cocaine addict that's ever walked through yeah, the, the White okay. House, right? Okay, when you show us that. We well, uh, if you if everybody so else can now, say it, don't don't start. No, you have proof that somebody had a, an issue in their past. Hunter. You're protecting Hunter. And we have. Why am I protecting Hunter? We Biden. have lots on him. Now you're going to pick on Donald Trump's boy, huh? You're sunk yeah. even lower than you were before. Really? You don't care about the United States of America, Tim. I can see that. You you, know you, you really just say whatever pops into your head, Let's don't see. you? I'm very surprised by this now because since Phil's gone, John the Bootlicker hasn't appeared anywhere on BSM, and he should join your show. Because he was Phil's friend. They had a relationship together. That's why he was on Phil's show. Uh, I know, but I'm surprised he hasn't jumped over to you. You're right up his alley. The way he slams Trump and the way he's so negative about the United States, period. So he you even be in America. So, so it's okay. It's here. okay to slam Joe Biden, but it's not okay Listen, to slam Donald Trump. That's what you, you're saying. You and John LeBoutier need to be exiled to China. That's where you belong, Mr. Weisberg. In China. Have a good day. All right. Folks, let me just say, don't go down that path.
Don't sound like Mary. Don't be like that. Nothing that she said had any basis of truth. Nothing that she said was anything more than just a hate-filled opinion. That's not what we're looking for here. We're trying to have intelligent conversation. We can disagree, but come on. I hate America. If I hated America, do you think I would live here? I hate America. There was a person who called into my 9 a.m. show the, the very first day who said something similar to that. I told him never to call back again. Now, he believed me. He didn't, I, I wasn't serious, but he believed me. But come on. Just because we disagree doesn't mean that I'm a communist. Doesn't mean that I should go move to China. I do, I do want to explore the world someday. I'd love to go and see China as well as many other places. But I love living here. And with the exception of, you know, it was always my dream to have a, a summer house in, in Ireland. I want to have like the cottage from the quiet man. I wouldn't live anywhere else. 508-996. Now, would I love to go live a, alone on a mountain somewhere? Yeah. Well, getting to that point, someday, maybe in the next like 20 years, I may go be a hermit in a cabin in the mountain. Uh, as long as they have Wi-Fi because, you know, you got to have Wi-Fi. Uh, WBSM, you are next. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? All right, we'll try that again. Tell you what, I'll take a break. When we come back on the other side, you can try calling back in, 508-996-0500. We'll be back in a few moments. Do it. So, I, and I've been telling you all week long, just giving you the heads up, that the butcher shop is going to be closing for a little break. Uh, that'll be happening tomorrow. They're going to be closed July 8th through the 17th. They'll reopen again on the 18th. So if you want to go and get yourself uh, some great meat for the weekend or any of the other great items that they sell at the butcher shop, get down there today and get yourself those celebrity pork chops. Get yourself some Terrace Major. If you want to go all out, get yourself those tomahawk steaks. Get yourself those lobsters, those big, beautiful lobsters at eleven ninety nine a pound. Get yourself some wine and beer from the wine cellar. Get those soccer balls. Whatever it is that you need from the, from the butcher shop, head on out and get it today because they're going to be closed down for a little brief period there for a little vacation time. And you can go there now and you can get a meat package so that you can have it in the fridge, have it ready to go all week long, and you'll have that delicious butcher shop quality even though they're closed. Give them a visit at 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. Stop by and stock up. You can also go by and get some of their delicious pre-made foods. They have a lot of great hot foods right there ready, for, ready to go. Uh, homemade rice pudding, that is some of the best rice pudding you will ever have. I've had a lot in my life. First of all, working in a diner, I tried every cook that came through the door. They all had their own recipe for rice pudding. But Maria's is ooh, outstanding. Plus so many other great items there. Check it out. The Butcher Shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. And uh, you will certainly want to go back there again and again and again. But you'll just have to wait for the 18th when they reopen again. But they are open through today. So make sure you go down and you stock up. 508-996-0500 if you want to call me. And we can talk about meat if you want. But we can talk about some other things as well. Uh, let's see. We have a... Um, 
an app chat message that came in from Dan in New Bedford who says, yeah, okay, like the Bidens are not criminals. Once again, that little world that you live in. The one thing that sucks about you moving to this time slot is I only get to listen to you for about 10 minutes on my ride into work. And unfortunately, I can't hear you make fun of my app chats. I hope you heard this one, Dan, because I'm, I'm not making fun of your app chat. But just remember, if you don't get to hear the whole show, you can always listen on the podcast later on. And you can send me those app chat messages as you're listening on the podcast. And then I can react to them and let you know. Maybe I'll app chat you back. Maybe I'll mention it on the next show. But just do me a favor. If you are going to do that, if you are going to listen later and, and comment about something that I might have said when you're listening on podcast, when you send the message, just kind of give me a little bit of a recap of what was said. You know, say, oh, you said that this happened and then here's what I think. Just because sometimes I see the app chat messages and I'm like, what, what are you referring to there? Because I don't know. First of all, I don't remember everything that I say for the whole show. But secondly, you know, when it comes in at, you know, four o'clock, I might think that you're actually referring to Howie and it just went to the wrong show. So just, you know, if you do want to app chat after the fact, you can just give me a little heads up on what it was. You know, when when you said uh, the, that video didn't show Hunter Biden was on cocaine. Here's what I think. And then that way there I'll be able to to go back and reference what it was that I, I was talking about and what you're talking about. You could also just leave a voicemail too with the open line feature and then tell me if you don't want to do all that typing. I think a lot of people though, we're, you know, we were talking about Meta versus Twitter earlier and I think a lot of people have gotten in the habit of uh, learning how to be more concise with their words in texts than they may be when they speak. So some, some people prefer to write things down because they feel like, all right, I might like ramble to get to my point if I were to call in or if I was to leave an open line voicemail. But if I text my thoughts, I can be more direct because we're just used to having these, these character limits. And so, and you know, don't send a paragraph on the app chat anyway, because I'm not going to read if you send in a whole big long thing, but we're used to like sending those short little text messages. Just, just don't ever send me a message with K, Okay. That's, that's not a real response. 508-996-0500. The other thing, too, about sending in app chat messages, as I've said before, uh, you know, you can go in there and you can direct which show that you want it to. So that if you were going to send me a message because you were listening on the podcast, but say you were listening at, you know, 4 o'clock, it, it probably won't bring you into my show's chat when you go into the app. So you just have to go there and it asks you what show you want to send it to. You can just send it directly to my show. And then that way there, I'll know that you mean it for me because sometimes you mean me. Sometimes I see, Oh, you know, you liberal clown, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, well, do you mean me or do you mean Marcus? Like neither one of us are clowns, but we're both, you know, on the liberal side of things. Marcus is more the progressive liberal, believe it or not. I'm more of a centrist liberal, except for a lot of social issues. I'm, I'm far more, left on far more progressive on but it helps if you can just pick which show it is that you are uh, referring to so that we can actually differentiate between the two caller i see you on hold just hang on though we will take you after the news uh, we are going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment with adam bass and of course we can get your reaction to it on the other side and a reminder that coming up in the eight o'clock hour right after the eight o'clock news we will be joined by new bedford city council president linda morad and ward one Councilor brad markey 
We're going to talk about the new trash contract and the new trash service in the city. We're going to talk about some of the upcoming meetings for the city council. It's been a quiet week this week with the holiday, but there's a lot of business coming ahead with the council that we can discuss with them. Any questions that you want me to pose to the counselors, you can also send those via app chat on the WBSM app, and I will make sure to work those into the conversation. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. The jobs and unemployment report for June is expected to show a big drop in job creation. The report, which the Labor Department is due to release at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, is expected to show 225,000 jobs were created last month. That's after a 339,000 new jobs entered the economy in May. The unemployment rate is expected to fall to 3.6%, down from 3.7%. Intense heat will continue to broil the desert of the southwest and areas in the east today. The National Weather Service says southern Arizona is still under excessive heat warnings, while fire danger is critical to the northern portion of the state. Daily heat records would fall in southern Florida over the next few days. Twitter is threatening to sue Meta over its new Threads app. Wall Street Journal reporter Tim Higgins says so far, a threat is all it is. An angry letter is one thing. Uh, a, a litigation in, in a courthouse is another. Multiple people, res- multiple reports cite a letter sent to Meta by a lawyer for Twitter. In the letter, Twitter reportedly expressed concerns that Meta is engaging in systematic, willful, and unlawful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property. Meta is also accused of Twitter by hiring former employees who have access to Twitter's confidential information. Twitter says it intends to enforce its intellectual property rights and added the letter serves as a formal notice for Meta to preserve documents that could be relevant to a legal dispute. President Joe Biden will be in Europe next week for talks with allies in three nations. Biden's first stop will be in London on Monday, where he'll pay his first visit to the newly crowned king, King Charles III. The president and prime minister, Rishi Sunak, will discuss issues including the war in Ukraine, and he'll talk about environmental challenges with the king, who is an early advocate for climate action. He'll then travel to Lithuania for a summit of NATO leaders, and Biden will wind up his travels in Helensky for a meeting with leaders from Finland, the newest NATO member. Six people have been hurt in the runnings of the bulls in Pamplona. The first of eight bull runs was held today at the San Fermin Festival in northern Spain. A Red Cross spokesman told Spain's public television that six people were taken to the hospital after being trampled by bulls during the annual race down the narrow cobblestone streets. Medics at the festival say none of the injuries were serious. The running of the bulls is a 700-year-old tradition in Spain. And July 4th is over. Now retailers are pivoting. Bree Tennis has more. It's called BTS. Back to school shopping and retailers are hoping you'll get out and get your shop on. The National Retail Federation says Americans will drop $37 billion with BTS items from clothing to backpacks. Fortune.com says parents will drop about $661 per child. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. 
In sports, the Red Sox wrap up their three-game series against the Texas Rangers with a 10-6 win last night. The Sox will host the Oakland Athletics tonight with Game 1 of their series starting at 7-10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. We'll finish the week with another hazy, hot, and humid day with a high topping out near 88. For tonight, increasing clouds, your low near 69. Saturday, partly sunny with a chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, your high 86. And for Sunday, mostly cloudy with a slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm, your high near 81. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 72 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. a little bit about funky town well um talking about fall river i don't know why i'm calling it funky town i don't know just the f the alliteration but uh, adam bass has the story at wbsm.com and you heard him mention it uh, in the news earlier that paul coogan is going to have a challenge a couple of challengers this year for mayor of fall river including former mayor sam sutter and you know sam sutter had the chance to be the mayor before he came in on a special election for one year and the year that he was there he he won the recall election for will flanagan and if you remember there was you know that whole thing that happened with jazel correa and the, the gun and the in the glove compartment and all that kind of stuff and so sam sutter served a year as the mayor of fall river now he's looking to he ran for a full term after that but he lost to jazel correa and i think that he was kind of a victim in that sense of the infatuation that the city had with the boy mayor, as uh, as people referred to him at the time, because he was he was very young in his early twenties, and he came in with a lot of hope and promise and leading leading the city into the future. And then we all know how that ended, and uh, it was it was let's let's just say it didn't really tarnish <laughs> the Jaisal Korea reputation as much as you thought that it would. In fact, when he is released from prison, I would not be surprised if he runs for Fall River Mayor again and wins. People do love a comeback story. And people in Fall River do love Jaisal Correa, even even with all the things that he was convicted of. But anyway, doesn't matter. He's not going to be able to run in this election. So uh, this election will feature uh, Sam Sutter running again for a full term. And so let's, let's talk about that if you're interested. If you think that... Um, you know, he deserves another shot. Is one year coming in on a special election a chance to, well, recall election, but is that a chance to really see what somebody could do? Would would voters look at him and say, yeah, well, he had his chance. I mean, I think he did a lot of good things. It mentions in the story, you know, how he was leading the way, leading the charge to 
take the New Harbor Mall, which I'm sorry to anybody that loved the New Harbor Mall, but it was one of the more depressing malls around. I don't think anybody really like looked forward to going there. And they turned it into the South Coast Marketplace, which is now a prototype for the type of shopping centers that are being built these days. So I think that, you know, that's that's a huge feather in his cap. That's probably why he's going to have the announcement there. But I think that if you look at that, you're looking at progress. He also helped uh, foster the uh, the Amazon arrival as well, which for good and bad, I mean, it's it's pumping a lot of money into Fall River's economy. There are some people who, you know, have issues with working for Amazon, but that's, you know, that's, that's going to happen, I think, with any company. I, I've heard a lot of people who have left there and said that they just didn't, they didn't like working there. They didn't feel like they were appreciated. They didn't like the fact that they were kind of forced into longer hours. And so, yeah, it's, it's not a place for everybody, but the bottom line is it's infusing a lot of tax dollars into Fall River. And they've had a lot of development in Fall River. We have callers who call in and will blast Mayor Mitchell about, well, why can't we be more like Fall River and all the developments that they've had? And Sam Sutter played a role in that. So will, will people be looking toward giving him another go at it? Are they not happy with the performance of Paul Coogan. I, I think for the most part, it's been a relatively quiet administration for Paul. There was, there was something where he'd gone on the, um, the internet show, the fault, what's it, Fall River Raw, and he had made some comments. I forget exactly what it was all about. But I remember that being like a little bit of a minor controversy. Oh, it had to do with the, um, the, the, the uh, marijuana retailers. But I don't think that there's been a huge anti-Coogan sentiment in the city. Now, there's been some things that I've kind of scratched my head at, like logo contests and some of the other things that they've tried to bring the public into. And Like, we're going to have a logo contest, and the winner gets $100. Or maybe it was 200 But I'm like, yeah, because if you went to a professional designer, they would charge you $2,000. Like, I get it. You want to give people a chance to, to have a, uh, a say in their city and to, to help out with their city, but also pay a, pay a fair market rate. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Oh, goodness. Anyway, I, I like Sam Sutter way better than um, Jay-Z old Korea. Well, I mean, I don't think you have to worry about Jay-Z this time around. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think he's going to ever get back in because nobody. I, there's a lot of people that can't stand him, and he's corrupt. I think he will be able to, when he comes out, I think he'll be able to, you know, play that card of, I, I learned my lesson, I got caught up in things, and I, you know, I wasn't as responsible as I could have been, and, you know, I'd like another chance. I mean, look at look at Buddy Cianci, right? He's a guy that got another chance, and... He's become a beloved figure in Rhode Island, yeah, so I'm sure the same could happen. He doesn't have the uh, charisma that uh, Buddy had. Oh, I think I think Jaisal supporters would argue that uh, he's very charismatic. Well, there's a lot of them that don't like him out there. They yeah. don't. They can't stand him. Yeah, you got to check around and ask people, talk to people. Well, well, we'll see. I mean, maybe maybe he just says it's better for me not to go back to Fall River at all when he gets out. Yeah, I think you better move on. Um, I didn't like him from the beginning. I knew when he took off, irresponsible when he took off to Florida and didn't even leave a message in the 
office that where he was that was that was right there one that was a, a red flag for me sure you know what i mean yeah no i get it i don't know i just don't like the guy he's very corrupt well no doubt about that he was convicted of it so so what else is going on no well, not much what's up with you didn't go to the fireworks. I'm glad I didn't. I went the night before, and they didn't shoot him off. And then um, it was all smoggy. I heard they didn't even get to see him. Yeah, I mean, I guess at that point you kind of have to. You are you've they've already been paid for. The company's already contracted. This was your rain date. You gotta you gotta fire them off no matter what. I know, but it seems like every Fourth of July it's been smoggy that I remember. It seems that way. The last like the last five years or so, I'd say we've had we've had a lot of bad weather on the Fourth of July. Yeah, it's always like foggy. I don't know what it is. I don't know why uh, why Mother Nature wants to dampen our celebrations. Oh, I don't know. All right. Maybe okay. maybe it stings every time we set off fireworks. Maybe like it hurts Mother Nature, and like it's like ah, stop doing that. So she Are just. Are you doing the spooky yet? Um, I don't know if we'll be in this week. You've been taking a lot of time off from that. Well, I'm I'm here a lot of the time. I'm I'm here well over 60 hours a week, so... I know. Do you think you're going to ever do it again? Yeah, we'll definitely do it again. Okay. All right. Have a good one. You as well. Bye. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Um. progressions on the guitar only because it was the only one that I could play but yeah walking on sunshine just be careful if you're going to walk on sunshine make sure that you put some you know SPF 100 on the bottom of your feet you don't want to get blisters this time of year you got to be careful about those UV rays even if you're walking on the sunshine so protect yourself use sunblock was that the sunscreen song in the 90s that they came out with? And remember to always use sunscreen. It was like somebody's uh, somebody's graduation speech. Somebody's, um, they were the invited speaker at a, at a graduation, and they took that speech and kind of put it to music. It wasn't really a song, but they called it the sunscreen song. And I think it was, I think that was from Boz Lerman. I think he was the one that put that together. The guy that did the Romeo and Juliet movie and he later did Moulin Rouge and the Elvis film. I think, I think he was the one that put that out. But yeah, that's, that's how weird music was in the nineties. We took somebody's graduation speech and turned it into a, a top 40 hit advising people to use sunscreen. That's like, that's like having something go viral before viral was a thing. I, I remember what it was like when people would talk about the people would buzz about something and where would you find out about it? You might read about it like an entertainment weekly or in Rolling Stone. But there was no way you could actually see it or hear it. And that was like an auditory 
viral thing. I'll see. Maybe I can play that at some point in the morning. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Now, I'm going to tell you, as I always do, especially we're heading into the weekend, about all of the great food that you can get at Just Another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth. But I want to remind you all that they are actually closed down right now until Monday for a holiday break. They will reopen on Monday, July 10th with all of your breakfast favorites and new and creative ideas. But for this weekend, Just Another Phoenix is going to be closed because they are on a 4th of July holiday break. Well-deserved. But when they do reopen on Monday, you'll be able to get out there and have some delicious breakfast. You can get out right when they open. You can get in there and get yourself your cheese rolls, your linguiça cheese rolls. You can have a sausage cheese roll, a bacon cheese roll. Uh, onion and pepper cheese roll, whatever it is you want, they can stuff it in there for you. And I'm sure with all this time off, the chef's been thinking of some really interesting specials to welcome you back next week. So head on out on Monday morning. You can bring the WBSM app with you and pop in your headphones or your AirPods or whatever and listen to the show as you're sitting there having your delicious breakfast at Just Another Phoenix located on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. All right, so we were talking about the Fall River Mayor's race. One thing that uh, we can't talk about is the New Bedford Mayor's race because we still haven't heard whether or not Mayor Mitchell is seeking re-election. If you have been tuning in to his weekly appearances with Marcus and Chris, which is a lot of fun because now he's giving them the playlist every week, the Mayor's playlist. I wish I had known he wanted music played. I never played music when he was on with me because I thought, you know, we needed more time to discuss things and take more phone calls. So I was like, that just kills time. So I never played music when the mayor was here. Had I known that he wanted it, we could have had the mayor's playlist before. But Chris and Marcus are doing it. I do remember when Mayor Mitchell filled in one day on the morning show. And he came in with a, he had a serious playlist that day. He had, like, songs ready to go and, like, where I should cue them up to and what times we should play them. Yeah, he took it very seriously. And so, uh, in addition to having the Mayor's Playlist now as one of the features, they also have started off every week with a big announcement from the Mayor. However, that big announcement has not yet been whether or not he is running for re-election. And time is running short for him to make that announcement. I think, is it by the end of this month that he has to say it? Or is it, uh, I forget, but he'll be... He'll be, uh, I don't know what you're doing, Adam. I can't, hand gestures don't work. Use your words. So, yes, it is by the end of this month. You are correct. All right. So, by the end of this month, he has to announce if he's going to run or not. And I'm sure he knows what he's doing by now. I know he always toys with us and says, you know, I haven't really decided. And, uh, you know, I'm still making decisions in that regard. But he will, he's got to have made his decision by now, right? You can't be cutting it that close. Uh, it, it, this is this is whether or not the longtime mayor of New Bedford wants to run again for another term. This is not me deciding where I want to go to eat, where I pull into one place and I say, you know what, actually, this isn't what I'm in the mood for. Let me go back to that other place I was thinking about before. No, this is this is a decision that affects his entire life and his family's life. So I'm sure by now he's made the decision. He just hasn't told us yet. I think it is very interesting how this election will go in the fall. If there's going to be a contested mayor's race, 
if there's going to be the question on the ballot about term limits for the counselors, which uh, when we, uh, the last count that we had gotten from Catherine was that they had over a third of the signatures needed. Was that, was it a third or a quarter? Might've been a quarter. I forget. But the bottom line is they, they will probably be able to get those signatures, right? And then you will have a chance to, to say what it is that you think about whether or not there should be term limits for the counselors. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. This is a, uh, a talk station. Let's keep it that way. All right. Well, when did I stop talking? There you go. I just stopped talking. That was the only time I remember doing that all morning. That was the only time I remember not talking. Anyway, if you want to call in with uh, buffoonish calls and comments, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and talk on a talk station, you can do that as well. You can also send app chat messages. You can also send open line voicemails. Um, but again, as I was saying, you know, the mayoral race certainly brings people out to the polls. The counselors had put, had, uh, put forth the idea of having those questions on the ballot that they had proposed because one of the reasons why was that it would bring people out to the ballot, to the polls, that people would actually come out and vote if they had these big issues that the city would care about, like whether or not there should be rent control. That would have brought a lot of voters out. If there isn't a contested mayoral race, if Mayor Mitchell is running for re-election and nobody else is running against him, or nobody that, you know, really has a strong chance. Are people motivated to come out and vote enough just based on city council races? Unfortunately, no, because we've seen the numbers that have come in. We're talking like, you know, less than 20% of voter turnout for something like that. We had a special election in Ward 3 with dismal numbers of people turning out. So... you kind of do need a good mayor's race to get the voters out. It shouldn't have to be that way. But that's that's just the nature of the beast. So is the mayor going to run again? Is anybody running against him? We'll have to uh we'll have to find out I guess in the coming weeks because we're running out of time to know for sure. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. I'm going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody is because apparently I'm not. <laughs> Um, you know, that we, we, I was talking to my brother and my sister-in-law last night. We were sitting at the table. And um, that Christmas tree shop on the bridge, we were just having some ideas for, um, like, maybe, like, some little shops put inside there. Sure. They, we really don't have too many souvenir shops for any tourists around this area. And I, I, think, I, I think the reason for that might be that people don't want to go out and buy souvenirs anymore. Oh, I love buying. I love going out. That's what I usually do when I go to different places. But, uh... Um, I don't know, like when they come to the area or even like a nice restaurant would yeah. be nice in there too. Yeah, it's I think, a, well, there's, a nice building. there's been a, a, a nice little restaurant over there for a while. And, you know, there's, there's been a couple others in the area that I'm sure would love to take over that spot. But the other thing too yeah. is, you know, they could, they could, the, the, the state government could look at that and say, you know, we, we kind of could use that space for fixing some of the traffic issues for the bridge too. Yeah. So that, that might come into part yeah. of it. Yeah. 
But um, I think it'd be, it's such a nice, it's such a different building, you know, a different type. I don't know. I think something. Uh, yeah, you'd hate to lose it as, as it is. Yeah, any of them. I love going to the Christmas tree shops. I mean, my favorite is the hyenas one. And, um, Which the, is another the, beautiful building. It's just a, it's a different type of look, but. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, but I think I, I think people are like when they go to the to the Cape now, it's less about getting trinkets. Like they'll they'll grab T shirts and sweatshirts and hats and they'll yeah. always buy those things. But like I look at the there's a gift shop in Wareham that's been around for forever, the Sand and Surf gift shop. And mm -hmm. I, I often wonder like how do they stay open? You know, they sell a lot of like wicker stuff and you know, beach stuff, but it's like I, I I oh, used to live yeah. across the I know, street. I know where it is, yeah. I lived across the street from that place 30 years ago, and I don't remember watching, you know, traffic going in and out of that place. So oh, I've been in there, I think, once, because uh, my sister lived in Wayham. Um, and that's nothing against them. I'm just saying, like, there's... No, there's I'm talking about all the things outside, right? Yep. And they have the yeah. mini golf place there and... Right. Yeah, I just right. don't. I just don't know how people sell souvenirs in a, in a, in a time when people don't seem to want to grab those kind of things anymore. Oh, it's too bad. I used to go. I used to get Mexican jumping beans from souvenir shops. Yeah, yeah. I used to have them right next to the uh, the register, and I would get them, and then they would, you know, just clack all night long. And then I found out why they do that. Yeah, what did, what was inside them? There's a worm inside. Oh God. Yeah. So that's oh. it's a worm or a bug or something, and that's that's why they jump. Okay. Yeah. Don't 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 have those with your uh, with your meal. Don't cook up any Mexican jumping beans to go with your meal. <laughs> I won't. All right. Do you well, have you a good keep day? Keep talking there, buddy. Take you it have easy. A rotten morning. <laughs> right. You have a good morning. You as well. See you later. All right. Bye-bye. We got to take our final break of the hour. We'll be right back.